to limit the RMD tax bite. Hey everyone, Adam Bergman here, tax attorney and founder of IRA Financial. In today's ad bits, I'm gonna chat about how to reduce the RMD tax bite. So what's an RMD? RMD is a requirement minimum distribution that everyone starting in 2023, who's age 73 or older, has to take out a little bit of income or a little bit of their IRA or 401k into income each year. And generally, if it's your IRA or 401k where the RMD is applied to, it's approximately 3 or 4% of the value of your retirement account, which is based off a life expectancy table. If you're leaving your IRA or 401k to a non-spouse, like a child, they generally will have 10 years to pull those funds out subject to tax. Now, Roth IRAs, Roth 401ks are not subject to RMDs. Okay, so clearly, if you get my drift here, how do you reduce or eliminate the RMD tax bite? Conversions. So RMD started at age 73. Some people don't want to deal with RMDs. They want the money to grow without tax. They don't need the money. They'll take what they need, but they want to keep the money in their retirement account for their spouse, for their kids, and they don't want to have to leak it through requirement and distributions. So the best way to do that is to start taking Roth, doing Roth conversions before you reach the age of 73. The RMD is going to go to 75 in the next 10 years. So generally, if you're in your 40s, 50s, 60s now, and you don't want to deal with the RMD tax bite, and you don't want to have to take requirement and distributions, what should you do? Number one, start doing conversions. So let's say you have 500 grand in your retirement account. You may not want to do a $500,000 Roth conversion all at once because you're going to pay 37% tax on that conversion. Conversion is, is treated as ordinary income, subject to ordinary income tax, not capital gains tax. So that may be a you know, pretty expensive tax bill to deal with. Now, if you had a lot of NOLs, net operating losses, to eat up the tax on that 500K, then maybe that works for you. But for most of us, what you want to do is plan. So maybe over the next 10, 15 years, maybe you take an arm, you take a conversion of 40, 50K a year, which hopefully is not going to push you in a higher tax bracket. You can obviously play with the tax bracket based off the tax year question. So let's say the 25 tax bracket, 25% tax brackets at a certain threshold, you and you don't want to go above that, you want to make sure that you um, don't take as much as a conversion to get you over that hump. Okay, so if you look at the 23, 22, 23 tax brackets, I'm going to pull them up here. And essentially, if you're married, file jointly. Um, let's go to that since that's what most people deal with. Uh, married, file jointly. If you are between 83 and 178, you're paying about 22%. If you're between 178 and 340, you're paying about 24%. So let's say you were making 130, okay? And you don't want to get above that 178 because you don't want to be in the 24% tax bracket. You can do the conversions to stay under that 178. Or let's say you make three, 300 and you don't want to go over the 340 because you're going to go from 24 to 32, which is a big, big increase, right? The 22 to the 24% from 178 to 340 is not huge. 24 to 32 is a big number, right? So let's say you made 250. You want to make sure that you don't take more than 90,000 or so in conversions. Uh, actually, it's actually 430 
right? So if you go to 340 to 431, it's 32%. So if you made 250, you want to keep under that 340. So you don't want to do conversions of over the 80 or 90, right? So you can play around with the numbers each year to drop that 500 or 600, whatever that number is, keep reducing and reducing it. So you get to the point when you're age 73 or 75, depending where we are in your uh, life horizon, and you don't have to do any more RMDs. Okay. So the idea is that, hey, plan, take small conversions so you don't have to increase your tax rate. Whereas let's say you made 175 and now you took a $400,000 conversion. Now you're making over 570 and now you're doing 35%, right? You're almost at the highest tax bracket. So it'd be smarter to plan and maybe do 10 of 50. So you probably stay in the 170 to 340 and pay 24%. So you'd save 11% of federal tax on the amount of conversion, which on 50K, that's 50,000 bucks. Okay, that's a lot of money. So the idea is, hey, if you want to eliminate your RMD tax bite, start thinking about Roth conversions. The younger you are, the better. Right. If you're 75 and you already are doing RMDs, it may not make a lot of sense to do a Roth conversion. Now, if you have NOLs, you may want to convert everything to get that amount to zero, but you have to understand your financial position, right? If you still have income coming in and you're over 73, you're going to still have to take RMDs. So everything's going to compound. You're going to pay tax and you have to take an RMD on the outstanding amount of the pre-tax account. But if you reduce, let's say you had a lot of NOL from a business, pass-through losses, and it was able to eat up all the conversion amount, then you can convert all your pre-tax to Roth, even if you're over 73, get that pre-tax amount to zero. So for the next year, you could eliminate any RMD requirement and any tax on that RMD. So what RMDs do, do is they obviously uh, reduce the amount of your retirement account and slowly they end up eliminating the amount of retirement funds that you have to leave to your kids or your spouse. So if you want to preserve your retirement account, you'd like the fact that it can grow without tax, you can leave it to a spouse and your spouse could take advantage of it, especially if it's Roth without doing any RMDs. Um, you have a, a nice tax-free legacy, kind of like an insurance policy that you're leaving your family in this case of a Roth. Whereas if it's a pre-tax, it has to be taken out when you hit 73, and then when you leave it to a non-spouse over a 10-year period. If you leave an IRA pre-tax to a spouse, your spouse becomes the owner of that retirement account. And if she or he is over 73 years old, they'd have to also take RMDs based off their life expectancy. So if you converted everything to Roth before age 73, you can zero out the pre-tax amount, and then there'd be zero RMDs. And thus, you'd be able to leave your spouse or your heirs a tax-free legacy, kind of like an insurance policy that would uh, they'd be able to pull out over 10 years or you're supposed to be able to pull out over his or her life uh, without tax, which is you know very, very interesting. So that's how you eliminate the tax bite of an RMD. Get out of the RMD world. Get out of the pre-tax world and go Roth. Um, that's what I've done. Um, obviously, the downside of that is you don't get the deduction up front. Um, and you, if you're doing the conversion, you got to be able to pay the tax. So that's why I think it's important to plan. If you plan, you could then space out these conversions over a number of years, reduce the tax bite, hopefully it doesn't increase and take you to a higher tax bracket. And then you have 
more and more time to kind of plan and um, address the RMD issue without having it to having it significantly uh, impact your your tax position. So hope you guys enjoy the podcast. It's a fun one. I like this one. It's a good one. Um, feel free to leave a question, comment. I love hearing from everyone. It's a weekly podcast that drops every Tuesday. You can obviously watch it on YouTube. We have a great YouTube channel where we drop free podcasts, number of videos, YouTube lives, all kinds of really interesting, great content on self-directed, solo 401k, tax, alternative asset questions, cryptos, real estate, uh, investment funds, Roths, pre-tax, how to buy businesses tax-free, a lot of cool stuff. So check it out. Um, Otherwise, thanks for hanging out. Appreciate the support and have an amazing, amazing rest of your day. Take care.